welcome to the Living in the Yum podcast. I'm your host, Emma Garrison with Balance and Bliss Coaching. We will uncover ways to break through those limiting beliefs and stand in the power of you. Each week, the Living in the Yum series brings innovative, thought-provoking, and actionable content to help you gain clarity, alignment, and connection with your soul and heart. It's time to take action. Take an authentic stand for yourself and unapologetically live more into the young every single day. Are you ready? Here we go. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy that you're here. Laura Madden is here with us and she is just like such a kindred spirit for me. She also does some bomb ass work with conscious content curation. She works in the social media and brain strategist world. And she's also just a really heart-centered, aligned human being. And I'm stoked for this conversation. I'm so happy to be here. If you can't, if you can't tell by my by my excitement. Thank you for having me and truly thank you for seeing me. When you initially invited me to be, you know, a guest on here, I was thrilled. I think I sent you a voice note and I was like, oh my gosh, this is very exciting because I feel the same. I feel like we're just super aligned and living from such a soulful, yummy place in many capacities. So thank you for having me. Yes, of course. And I love this conversation specifically with you because, um, and we were just talking about this a little bit of like, there's what I do, but there's also who I am and how you've woven the two together is really beautiful because you, the work that you do is more like a traditional, you could find marketing brand strategist, social media person in any organization, but you've created it into something that's real for who you are. Yeah. Thank you for that reflection. That means the world. I'm like almost tearing up because um, it's been a journey to get here and I haven't arrived. In fact, I'm really just getting started, but to have clarity around, you know, I mean, and I, you're right, is this the role that I'm in and I, I support entrepreneurs and influencers and coaches and thought leaders in primarily the personal development field. Um, and basically anyone I work with through social media strategy is always going to be aligned with some sort of cause or creating positive impact. And, um, Yes, while like marketing and social media now is more traditional in the sense that it's it's a part of every company and it's corporate a lot of times too. Um, and it was like, so there was always this piece of me that loved to create in that way. And like, I love to like rally people and get people excited. You know, just naturally I got kind of would get creative around like, okay, we can involve people in this way and we can, we can, um, you know, build sales in this way and all that. But like at the end of the day, I really, I always knew I didn't want to just do that for a company or a product that didn't essentially like support people directly. 
or move something forward in the world, whether it's even with supporting people in their mindset, whether it's a nonprofit, whether it's a brand that has a one-for-one give back model, like whatever it was, I knew that the messaging and the stuff that we put out, we meaning whoever I was working with, um, it, it had to have some sort of step, substance on that level. And it's been a journey to get here. So thank you for, you know, acknowledging me in that way. Cause I had to step out. I had to step out of my corporate career. I had to step out and, you know, I've always been more of a, uh, free spirit and like want to change and impact the world and and now that people are seeing that this is I feel that it's you know it's clearly it's not just me this is almost a new model of business that is coming out and becoming more prevalent this conscious business um, there's a real opportunity that we have here to use these platforms to use we can you know make money and we can still do do some good in the world and we don't have to have this sense of traditional you know, business model or marketing that is simply, you know, essentially persuading people to buy and to make a purchase. And a lot of times, like just within society, these companies, you know, were making us feel like inferior if we didn't, (laughs) if we didn't look a certain way, if we didn't make a certain product or buy a certain product or, you know, so I, I think now things are shifting because people are getting fed up with that. And I'm just grateful to be in a time and day and age where we do have the opportunities and it is being well received by the collective. Yeah, totally. I think the oh, it's like my my experience of marketing. This is like my, how my thought process goes. Marketing is tied to sales. Sales in my brain, negative connotation. Like, I don't want to be persuaded. I want you to give me the information and I will choose if it's in alignment because traditionally I have not believed in the system of marketing and sales. Like, because I'm, I'm in the belief that somebody who's trying to sell me hard is here to make a penny, not to provide greater good for me. And I think that's where the magic of what you do comes in of like, No, no, like to your point, the persuasion aspect, I think, can be a turnoff for people. Whereas like, no, let's like do this from a truthful space that is real, that is here to serve the universe, the people in this world. Yeah, I love that. It's so it's so true, because that's like, the foundation of business is like to create sales, to create income and money and and create jobs and all of that's great. There's nothing wrong with it. But if if we look at it as an opportunity to like carry the human the evolution of humanity forward, if business is something we do every day. Why not incorporate that? Um, yeah. Yeah. So it's it it is a blessing. It is a blessing to be at this point in this day and age where we have so many tools to present ourselves in that way to connect and collaborate with you know, other people, other, other companies and, um, really get some, get behind some positive, some positive stuff. Cause that's what people are, are craving at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. And the highlight on connection, I think in addition to the positivity, people are craving connection with other human beings. Yeah, that that's 
everything. And I think, and I love how you said, like, you, you aren't, you don't feel connected when people are just trying to sell you something because it's like, there, there is this like kind of this gap where, you know, I think, and to speak specifically in the social media world, people ask a lot of times, they'll be like, oh, how do you make sales? Like, how do you like sell on Instagram? And bottom line is, in my opinion, you don't, you don't sell on Instagram. You have an opportunity to showcase what, who you are and what you're about, what your skills are, what your motivation is, why you do the business that you do, why you stepped into the career path that you stepped into, what others are saying about working with you. There are so many ways to essentially talk about your business without actually talking about your business online. And um, I have found and noticed within myself and other people that when, when we show up in a way that's just showcasing what we offer and letting people know that, hey, I have this program or this product or whatever, it's like, yes, you get to let people know what you are up to and what you're creating. But, but it's so much more powerful if we build this relationship, like yeah. letting people know who you are, what you're about, creating that likability, that trust, knowing that like, I really like this person's vibe. I love that they're a fam. you know, this is like a mother or something. So I want to support her because I can relate to her. There's that level of, of connection. And that's what people are really thirsty, like hungry for. Yes. And the, it's, it's fun. I've had a really interesting relationship with the sales idea. Like I'm sure you can pick up on it. Um, the story that I have around it is not great. So in creating my own two businesses, like sales is not an option in from like a technical term. Like I, if I want my businesses to succeed, I got to get clients, whether they're a corporate client or a coaching client or a group program client. And what I really lean into and what I'm really drawn to you about is the idea that people are drawn to authenticity and people are drawn to that relatability, like you said. And I think for me, when I hear you talk about this, it's like, that's your sale. That's, that's how you sell is through sitting in, this is who I am and this is what I'm creating and this is what I'm on this planet for and what I'm passionate about. And when that aligns with somebody, it aligns with somebody. Like I don't need to be giving that to somebody who it doesn't feel aligned with because guess what? That's not going to lead to quote unquote success anyways. Yeah. Oh my God. That's so true. And I think when it comes to clients, cause you're right. That's at the end of the day, especially as entrepreneurs, like we, we get to build a brand that is successful and we get to build a, a business that is sustainable. And at the end of the day, that, that comes down to like, no, we got to keep a roof over our head and at the minimum, keep a roof over our head. Like let's, let's talk even greater than that. But, but it's true. There's, there's that level of like, okay, well, how do I go about doing it? And and um, the authenticity piece, and in my opinion, you know, the social media platforms 
people get so caught up in like comparing and like being like, okay, well, this person does it this way and they're really successful. So like, let me just imitate or copy them. And that may work for you, but it also may not work for you because you're different and maybe your audience is going to be different or maybe they've put in the work and, and they can show up that way because it's relevant to their brand or their personal life, but it doesn't necessarily fit with you. And so I am a firm believer that if we, if we really tap into, okay, what do I love? What do I love? What makes me happy? What turns me on, you know, and, and turns on my yum and like, oh, that sounded weird, but like, <laughs> like really like what turns my soul on and then create from that space, you will undeniably, even if you're like, this has nothing to do with my business. Like, even if you're talking about like, I love coffee so much and, or I love my dog so much and I want to post about him. Like you're still going to build that, that level of like connection because people aren't here to be sold to, you know, there, we, we want that connection and we want to see who you are. And that's like, when you ain't got nothing to hide, how great did that feel too? Totally. Like who doesn't want to live that way? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's interesting. I had mentioned to you earlier, I'm doing some research on what, what it, what people are craving right now. And one of the things that continues to come up is like, I'm so scared of how people will perceive me or how I, I will be judged. And with that comes the little, I don't know, like, stinger of comparison and you hit on that a little bit of like okay well this person is really successful with social media they have all these followers their engagement's high whatever and you can recreate that to some degree like anybody could go and mimic and recreate and on an energetic level you're going to be calling in people who don't sit in the same I mean, they might sit in the same frequency as you, but I think that's where I go back to how effective, yeah, it could be effective to bring people in, but once you get into the weeds with them, like the alignment is not there because you haven't expressed, you know, that authentic connected offering of who you are, who you be. And it's, I think, especially in the coaching world, that's so imperative. Yes. I'm like fired up over here because you just like hit you. You opened the door for me that I like love this conversation. Um, because I, I think there's like, it's the, it's that integrity piece where, um, yeah. then like we can speak to the coaching world and the world of personal, you know, transformation and inspiration and being a leader in this space. Like people know, it's like people know what to say. You may know what to say. You may know, you may have read the books. You may have gone to the workshops. You may be in the programs and have the coaches. And like you start to get this lingo down and this awareness and this mindset where you can speak to an audience that is in a way that's enlightening and supportive for where they're at. Or you may hit some pain points that, that really just, have them like commenting like oh my gosh yes I love that I'm like, oh that's so true right so you're starting to build this like this tribe that like rocks with you 
And if you cannot show up that way in your life, Mm. I don't care how many followers you have, that shit is going to fall by the wayside sooner or later. Mm -hmm. And, And that's just call it a call it karma call it personal belief but like what i have seen in the way the the world works and and even from an energetic standpoint there's only so so much we can give to these people that may look to us now for wisdom if we're not in that space ourselves if we're not practicing if we're not learning if we're not getting in the ring and not saying we have to be perfect that at all that's impossible but like to be authentic and in integrity with the work behind the words that we preach is everything. And it also like to this point, it's also a lot to carry energetically when you're, when your words and your actions are not lined up with the way you portray yourself online. Like that shit's heavy and that shit's, Dinks. Like you can yeah I don't I don't want anything to do with it that's so much energy yeah it makes me feel stuck when you say that out loud like I know listeners can't hear but I was literally shaking my hands like <laughs> no get that off of me like I don't want to live in this space of being one person here and being a different person there and and this is a big part of like um what I've come here to do and what I'm in the process of and will always be in the process of until my last breath is sitting in that authenticity all the time in every situation, no matter who I'm around or what I'm doing. And there's so much yum in that on all levels, like what I exude and what people around me are experiencing from that and then how it what it creates for you on the inside too. Yeah, I love that. I think it's just, it's honestly an easier life to lead. Oh, yes. And you don't have to like, and I don't think people like plan to be like, okay, I'm going to show up this way, but do this. But like when you know, I, I find that even when you feel like you're being stretched, it's like, oh, I feel like I should do this because I know it's kind of the right thing to do, but like, I don't really want to. And it's like, those are the moments that you, you have to step in. Those are the moments. It's imperative for the growth of who you are. If you want to continue on this path and expand in a really beautiful way where you're experiencing the fullness of your life, like you have mm-hmm. to step in in the moments when it's hardest. That, mm-hmm. and, and, and it doesn't have to look perfect. It doesn't have to, to be or feel perfect or feel good. But to know you walked through the fire you're going to come out the other side a like a much stronger and more integral and more experienced human. And from that space, we're not only expanding our own experience, but we're able to help more people, able to relate to more people and touch more lives because it's real. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that you bring this up because the, the out my my perception from where i'm sitting of the outside perception of how the um personal transformation personal growth spiritual conscious whatever however you want to label this space of leaders and creators whatever you want to call it my perception of people who have not yet stepped into this space 
is that we live in this like wooey, like riding unicorns in the clouds with this perfect, I just am happy all the time and I see the good in everybody. And it's this like lovely la-di-da life. And what you just hit on is so important to convey and something that I sometimes have a difficult time articulating, which is A, the growth does not happen at meditation, at yoga, at whatever. Those things may drop you into a yummy space for sure. But the growth happens when your mom is screaming at you and you choose to respond in a different way. Like that's where the growth happens. And the idea of this community floating on clouds with a unicorn (laughs) is not it because it's like, it's so the opposite where no, no, it's about like facing off with the hard shit and moving through it anyways, or, or being aware of hmm, what's going on. How can I get curious about this? How can I take radical responsibility? How can I step into what I want to step into and then go through? Absolutely. Oh my gosh. I think that's one of the biggest, I don't know. That's like, that's something that's come up for me a lot um, with like friends and family kind of outside of this transformation, personal development work. I know I'm always like, I don't know what to call it. (laughs) (laughs) It's just life. And we're choosing to take it on very intentionally, intentionally and consciously and, and like introspectively and all that. But, um, I think that that is a perception or a misperception that, that it's like, Oh, we're trying to perfect our lives or we're trying to perfect who we are. And, and, one that that's that's not the case I find at least with the people that that I that you and I work with in our community it's really about revealing and and shedding all the layers and those stories and the, the stuff that weighs us down so we can really authentically live our lives in a way that we choose to um but like people like for example people from in my life have been like, oh, you're so positive or, oh, you're so happy. Um, You're just one of the most positive people I know. And that is a total compliment. I take that. And I've been like, kind of like, really? (laughs) Because I know I am naturally like a little bit more, like I'll get excited, you know, but it's a choice. It's a choice every single time to live in that space, to drop myself back into that space. And it doesn't mean I'm neglecting what's here. It's not like I'm avoiding the yucky stuff or the stuff that's painful or difficult or challenging, but it's actually choosing to step into it and to know that I get to be grateful for what's here regardless. And that's tough. Mm -hmm. Like that's a tough space to be in when you're in the depths of your despair and you're like, scared, you know, and all that stuff comes crashing down on you. And it's like, we all have those moments. I think I had one or two last week. <laughs> like we all experience it, and it truly—I feel living in the yum, and that's why I like love the name of this podcast so much. Yeah, because I feel like you're such an incredible example of this as well. Like hmm. it's knowing, you. yeah, you are. It's it's knowing that, like, yes, this exists. All this stuff that's sticky and tough and yeah, I could go this way, but it's like, okay, well, how do I choose to experience my life? 
mm-hmm. because we could have we could be walking down the same street and see the same thing happen and like a bird pooped on her head or something random right or a car comes by and splashes her outfit and like that sucks like we have to like figure this out you know you have to deal with it but it could ruin your whole day or or you could say like wow what are the odds of that happening that's kind of hilarious like this sucks but let me just go fix it and continue continue on mm-hmm. let, let me go so like let me cry because I actually am sad and I'm overwhelmed and let me just like be here now and like I find the more that we're here in this moment whatever the moment is the more we can move on to the next and we find ourselves continuously stepping into the present as opposed to getting stuck in the past or lost in where we might be in the future oh yes oh my gosh I for the record, had one of those mornings this morning where it was like, I I don't know, I woke up on the wrong side of the bed and I knew my day was going to be filled, like literally back to back to back. And I'm like, when am I going to find time to take a breath and like recenter and da 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 So I took some extra time in the morning after my shower to do that on my bed. And I was like, cool, we're here. We got it. We're realigned. Here we go. Get in my car, like left my car key in the house. Get Okay. Now I'm like driving to my little coffee shop that I like to go to and, oh, I see an open spot. So I flip my car around. By the time I flip my car around, there's another car with their blinker on to get. And I'm like, whoa, why is this happening to me? I recentered on my bed. What is And then, you know, like, I'm like, okay, there must be a greater purpose here. I'm going to keep going, like find another spot. Oh, there's a spot even closer. That's awesome. And I'm like, kind of back in my vibe get inside. And I realized, oh my gosh, I did not bring my agenda, which is like what I live by. All of my notes are in there. All of my, and I'm just, oh my gosh, how is this happening? And like, I feel like it was just one thing after the other this morning. And I continued to remind myself throughout this, that process of like, okay, well, what I choose to pay attention to is what I'm going to create and vice versa like sort of the same idea of manifestation. Like I'm still working that out in my head. I've experienced it, but I don't fully understand it. And it's like, okay, if I pay attention to it, I'm going to notice it when it comes up. Um, So as I was trying to shift that this morning, it was just such a solid reminder to your point. It's all a choice and it has to be a conscious choice because I recognized the emotions that I was feeling this morning because I lived them every day just 18 months ago, you know, and getting able to take that opportunity of like this morning sucks and everything is working against me. That's like the story that I was playing and then getting to say, okay, that's one way that I can experience this. And how do I want to, for me, it's breathing. Like if I can take five solid deep breaths with my eyes closed, I can get recentered pretty quickly. But it's, you still have to consciously say, I don't care for this space that I'm in and how do I get myself out of it? And like learning that pattern of what works for you. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I was going to ask you like how, cause I know everyone kind of deals with this, this stuff differently and people, you know, find one thing works for them or but you, do you come back to, to breath? Is that your like thing? Yeah. Usually it's a combination of breath, um, intention and gratitude. 
Oh, I love that. Um, yeah. Like if I can just really pay attention to those three things for, I mean, I'm talking like 60 seconds. Yeah. I can snap back into it, but it's taken a lot of practice to be, you know, to remind um, yourself in the moment, like, oh yeah, I'm not breathing or like, oh, my breath yeah. is very shallow. Like, yeah, because I I feel like breath and it, it's such a like whimsical thought, like, oh, let me just breathe. Like, yes, I'm breathing. And like the shit's still happening. Like the shit storm around me is still going on. <laughs> but I think yeah. what has been helpful for me in terms of like breathing in those moments is knowing physically speaking, like our nervous system is fired up in those moments. It feels like we're either in, you know, threat, it's like threat mode or, you know, our adrenaline is pumping or like there's something we're scared, we're sad, we're overwhelmed and our body physically reacts to that. And so when I, when I do find myself in that space or I'm super nervous about something or like whatever it is, I'm like, okay, big, deep, (laughs) big, deep breath Mm -hmm. in, big, deep breath out and do it like uh, continuously. And what I find is it's not an instant, like, Oh, I feel amazing. But it's like, Oh my God, my brain just received oxygen that I, because I was breathing so shallow before like my, and you kind of create space in your body. And when we create space in our body, I feel we have, we can hold so much more and we can hold it with more grace and more like presence and peace of mind. And in those moments, I think our peace of mind is the most, just the most important thing to come back to knowing that like, we're okay. We're safe. This stuff happens. Okay. This is temporary. Yeah. Oh, I love that this is temporary too. That's such an important reminder for self and for other people. Um, (laughs) I get to tell myself that all the time and the gratitude, the gratitude piece for me is everything. Like Mm -hmm. that's just, I find that when we come back to a space of gratitude, it's like, because literally it could be the worst day in the world. Like you could be like, Oh my gosh, I'm losing my home or something. Like you could be like, what is happening? This is insane. And in the same breath, like I know that there are several people out there that have my back. So no matter what I'm, I'm supported and I have the support to figure this out. Like, or like, I'm so grateful that I have breath in my lungs today I'm so grateful for the health of my family like it's like an instant shift where because it it shifts where our attention goes too so that's such a good one I think that breath and gratitude are like life changing (laughs) I also think that um sometimes a pattern that I've slipped into before and that I think is a common thing specifically when we think about gratitude is the pathway that we take to gratitude can sit in um, the space of like someone else has it worse. So be thankful for what you have. And like, I want to debunk the hell out of that because that's not gratitude in its fullness in my perspective. Like we get to sit in the gratitude and feeling grateful for the things that we feel grateful for, not because we have to, because somebody else may not have what we have. Oh my God. I love that. Cause I used to feel that way. I used to be like, or I would be like, yeah, I think it's kind of the same, the same thought of, um, 
or I would be feeling sad about something or I'd be feeling upset about something and I'd be like, well, these people have it way worse. So like, it's nothing. It's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. When really, really, it's like, yeah, no, we, we get to acknowledge we're still experiencing human emotions and like our our minds, our body, our, our spirits are reacting to things and these feelings are authentic and they're valid no matter what other per, other people's situations are. And sometimes thinking about how great we have it can be a reality check of how blessed we are, but in comparison to like dismiss the feelings that are coming up around feeling, you know, feeling down or feeling upset about something, knowing other people quote have it worse is not really serving us because it's not allowing us to express and feel the human stuff that, that we inevitably have to get to feel in this life. Yeah. And it prevents us from expansion and growth. Like I sat in this for so long. I remember the first personal development retreat that I had been to a lot of the women around me were sharing And, you know, there was drug abuse in the family or dad was in jail and my mom would hit me and all of this stuff. And I'm sitting here like, oh my God, I grew up in the most beautiful town in the world, Park City, Utah. Hey. And I haven't been there. I'd love to visit. Utah. Oh my gosh. It's yeah. I mean, I'm biased, but (laughs) we got to get you to Utah. I'm ready. Um, But, you know, I live in this beautiful town growing up. My parents are loving. My family is healthy. I am very privileged. I get to travel the world. Like I've never had quote unquote trauma. And as I'm sitting there experiencing this, I just start to discredit. This is like the natural path of my brain. I just discredited any emotion that I've had because I'm like, you don't deserve to feel that way when somebody else is experiencing this. And the only way that that served me was by running from my own shit because I wasn't willing to face off with it. And it worked for a couple of years after that first retreat. (laughs) But, But it doesn't... I mean, to your point, it like robs us of our human experience to discredit anything that comes up for you. Like we get to, I don't know, validate ourselves. Yeah. And this is all good. And you get to feel what you feel, man. Yeah. You get to, oh, I love that. Yeah. You just get to feel like, cause that's part of, I feel the yum experience for me is being present to what's here being present to what's here now. And and being like, what if we were our, a friend to our emotions? What if we were like a friend, just a friend to ourselves? Like, be that friend that you wish you could have right now. Even if you're in the room by yourself, you're in your apartment, your house by yourself. Like, what would you love to hear from somebody? And can you give that moment, that presence, that loving compassion to yourself? Like what, you know, I'm, I'm in the practice of that as well. It's not, it's, it's something I think we all get to continuously step into because as the saying goes, we're, we're all our own worst critics Yeah, <laughs> and, and we're the ones that got to pick ourselves up every day and get up off the floor. And, you know, if we fall and it's like, get yourself back up and try again, but without, you know, to, there's a, there's a fine line to do so without getting without getting dismissive of what's here because yeah, it's, 
it's important. Yeah. And doing that without, or for me, I'll, I'll say sitting in that like friend seat next to myself from a place of compassion without the need to fix, Mm. you know, like how can I hold space for myself essentially and not need to just be in solution mode? Yeah. That's big because, and I love that you brought that up because I feel like that's something that's really important to, to be as a friend sometimes is really just be that space to listen because they're not even looking for advice. Mm-hmm. And if they are, they'll, they'll ask, what do you think? <laughs> what do you think I yeah. should do? You know? And even then you could give the advice, but they, they still may not be ready to take it or it may not resonate. But I think that's the biggest piece to hold be holding space is just to witness and yeah. to support somebody in however they're showing up. Mm-hmm. And so powerful. Yeah, it's so powerful. And and in that same breath, then I think about like, yeah, being compassionate and hold space. And there have been moments where I've been like, all right, all right, Lou, it's time. You are a mother freaking gangster. You are a goddess. Like, pick yourself, you know, pick, pick yeah. your head up, pick your head up and, and keep it moving. Like, know who you are, know who you, what, like, you are so dope. If they don't want to walk with you, keep it moving. Like, yeah. If they, you know, if they're trying to sleep on you, let them rest. Like, it's like, keep, you got to like, you find that, like, hold the space, hold the space. And then sometimes it, you got to come in as a friend and like have that, that powerful conversation to remind yourself of who you are and how powerful we are in this, in this lifetime and how powerful we get to be. And we get to own it with, with pride and grace and presence because regardless of who's standing next to me or regardless of what I experience in life, I know that no matter what, I'm good because it's me. And by the grace of God, I'll be here and continue on this path. And, you know, it's, it's going to be a beautiful experience. It's like there's a level of faith. There's a level of reminder of, of who we are and the faith that will always be taken care of and the right people, the right opportunities and the moments will show up and then we get to be super grateful for when they do. Yes. Oh my gosh, preach girl. I just went, I just like took it. I was like, ah. I was in the flow. I hope that made sense. I love it. It made perfect sense. And one of my, um, One of my favorite practices, which I did this morning after I had woken up on the wrong side of the bed and was taking my deep breaths. uh, (laughs) By the way, that was me yesterday. Yeah. Yes. We were literally supposed to do this interview yesterday. (laughs) Thanks, girl. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Always. Always. We gotta, we gotta prioritize our own self healing and love and like that same compassion piece of, you know, um, for context purposes, Lou was not feeling great yesterday. And she graciously said, like, let me power through it. Let's do it. And I was like, girl, no, like if you're not energetically, I mean, it goes back to the frequency thing too. Like I want people to experience on a selfish level. I want people to experience like the Lou, you know, (laughs) thanks girl. 
Yeah, but like deeper than that, getting to sit in what do I really need right now, you know? And and that's, I mean, that's where I love the analogy that you use of like, what would you really crave from a friend in this situation and give that to yourself. And I think that's so powerful because I don't know about you, but I'm still in the process of learning to receive really like wholeheartedly hear what you're saying to me if it's a compliment and taking it in and being like, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Because it's my critic brain says, oh, they have to say that. Oh, they're just trying to be nice. Oh, you know, it like discredits every time. And so the um, backtracking to what I was originally coming out of having that like powerful pick you up self and like, I'm going to do this. This is my mission. This is what I'm here for. And like people need this medicine that I can offer. Doing that work with a mirror in front of you and looking yourself in the eyes Um, I recommended this to a girlfriend last night on the phone, actually. And she was like, I don't think I can take myself seriously, you know, and I've, I've done it so many times from now habit, but you know, through different retreats and whatnot. And when you can get to a place of like letting all your walls down in front of yourself in a mirror situation, like, Oh, things will just rapid fire change in my experience. Yeah. Because I hear me differently than I hear somebody else giving me a compliment. Yeah. And how do you feel when you tap into that? I feel like this morning, for example, um, sometimes I have specific mantras that I use or say just on like a habit of what I'm working to manifest and create. Um, this morning specifically, this sounds kind of crazy. I recognize, but after I was done doing the work, I was like, who the hell was that talking? You know? (laughs) And for me, like, that's my higher self saying what's up and what I need to hear. And like being able to disconnect from my chatter brain for five seconds to hear like what I truly need to hear come through. Oh my God, that's, that is the yum for me, man. Like being able to tap into that, that is so amazing. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I've, I've found that I, the moments where I've looked at myself in the mirror and like had those conversations and spoken to myself on that level were always like unplanned and usually when I'm in moments of like deep breakdown and this happened to me recently and it wasn't it wasn't a deep breakdown but I had a a, like a sense of sadness um, just reflecting on a memory and I was like just I I viewed myself as like oh how like how precious like Mm. my heart was so like so beautiful and that I had so much love you know for the like it was just a and it felt sad but it was like wasn't like a super sad moment but I was just acknowledging myself in this sense of tenderness and and I looked in the mirror kind of unintentionally and I saw that my eyes were red and watering and I I had this candid thought I was like how beautiful Mm. like how and, and how beautiful 
to, to see myself in this space, to see how tender my heart is, to see how, like, to experience emotion in this, in this human lifetime, like, it, even when it feels like it sucks or it's really hard sometimes, like, it's actually so amazing. It's such a gift to tap into that, that space. And in that moment, I just felt so much gratitude for being able to see myself in that light, like from the outside perspective. Whereas like in the past, I might've been like, you know, if I was in public, like embarrassed or like, oh my gosh, it looks like I'm crying or I'm sad or I, I can't have to hold this back. But like, what a, what a gift. And I feel that I was tapped in to that space because I, I was able to look in the mirror and and see myself from that like that higher self yeah and, and uh yeah it's it's powerful and the other times that I have done that it's been like moments of like you know tough like going through some tough stuff and mm -hmm. to be able to acknowledge ourselves during those times I feel is like is being that friend is being that friend that parent that that mentor that somebody that we feel like would be the best thing in the world to receive a hug from knowing that we can cultivate that within ourselves is is it can be a lifesaver at times mm -hmm. oh yeah that's so beautiful oh yeah um, and going back to sort of a tangible way to look at this, if it feels like a stretch, two suggestions, one would be thinking about what you would say to a friend in your, in this situation. And two would be to pull out a picture of your little girl or boy self and, and think about what you would say to her or him and what you would want to be implanted into their belief system and see how that feels. Um, those are two ways that I've learned to practice this type of work. Yeah. Oh, the little girl. You did that. Was that you recently? You posted. Mm -hmm. You posted something about your little girl and it was it was in the, the similar time frame where I had found a picture of myself and I was like oh how like I loved her she would be so proud and I'm so proud of her it was like that sentiment yeah. and then you posted something similar and I was like yes girl I'm here for it that's so yeah. beautiful to to experience well yes yes thank you for seeing that it it's uh it's important and the thing is like or at least this has been my experience is that I, when, when I live inside my own brain, it's so difficult for me to have compassion for myself. <laughs> just like, love the way you said, when I live inside my own brain, girl, we, we get stuck up in that brain, don't we? Totally. And it's like, I, I, and I prefer traditionally have preferred to live in that brain space and the ego world because it's safer quotation marks safer there. Um, and it restricts me from 
from tapping into that compassion space. I mean, it's like, I think about, um, in the last year I experienced a breakup and was super heartbroken. And like, it took me a long time to process and move through. And I remember I felt like every time I was talking about it with a friend, I needed to preface it with like, this is so embarrassing that I'm still talking about this, but like, I just can't blah, 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 blah. And it's like, hold up. If I had a friend coming to me with a sad heart, would I say, oh, I'm so embarrassed for you right now that you're still talking about like, or a little girl, you know, crying about her, I don't know, Barbie's head popping off or whatever happened. Um, I don't know what that means that I just came up with the Barbie's head. I'll have to look that up in like a dream dictionary or something. What does this mean subliminally? (laughs) But like, I'm not, you know, shutting her down saying that's a stupid thing to be concerned about why are you upset you know totally so that third person and little child perspective that's made a big difference for me yeah yeah no I love I love all of that yeah it's so important to to carry that that level of compassion for ourselves like we would others yeah and there's and and the 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 brain piece when you said that I was like you know what that is because it's like when we get stuck up in our heads and we get caught up in overthinking stuff and we're trying to reason like I know that's been a a thing for me when I've been in emotional points in my life I am like I will not be the victim here so I am like yep. I take on responsibility. I take on like, I'm like, I'm like, I am the most consciously hurt person right now. <laughs> I have co-created this. Like I, and like someone like a mentor, a friend, dear friend of mine, actually, um, when I was going through a really tough time a couple years ago in my life around like a breakup and this whole situation, I, I didn't let anybody in on it. I, there were like two people that, that kind of knew what was going on because I was embarrassed mm-hmm. that how could this be happening to me? And I still, yeah, like to me, like, of course, like I was like, this is happening to me. Not like I was like still low key victim. I was like, but like they cannot see me in this light because I am like, I allowed this, right. I like allowed, like, how did I not see this coming? Like all this stuff. And when I shared with my friend what was happening she was like, oh my God, like, Laura, are you okay? Like, you can feel broken right now it's okay to experience the like what's happening and not just experience it alone but like you can fall apart and be held yeah. and you don't have to keep it together and I'm over here kind of in my head going about my days making sure I take care of business making sure I show up to my commitments do what I need to do and behind the scenes I'm breaking I'm literally falling apart and um, there was a sense of control. Like I was like, oh, let me at least control this one piece because I'm like thinking it over and it's like, just let it flow, girl. And the second I started letting people in in that way and sharing what was kind of, I've been experiencing and growing through, it was like a huge release, a huge lift uh, uh, that of a weight that I, was, I had been carrying with me. And mm-hmm. I just think that it's so important that, you know, we, we don't necessarily just take this, this hard stuff on ourselves, but we allow um, ourselves to be seen in it yeah. and to be held and to be supported. 
Oh, yeah, I so resonate with that. And and the being seen thing is so big for me. And I know for so many women, especially, I haven't conversed with men about it before, but I would assume for most men too, like it's a human thing. What Or the story that plays in my head when I'm at the verge of a unwind is oh gosh, will it ever stop? Like if I let this dam open, will the waterfall ever end? Oh, that's, that's deep. That's, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a really great, a really great point. Crazy, crazy. Well, Lou, I could chit chat with you all day long, sister. <laughs> I know but we are we are almost at an hour and I cannot believe how quickly that time flew. I feel like we just like could go into any direction and vibe with it. I love it. I love it. And that's my favorite part of, of this platform is like, let's just converse and see where it goes. And you know, that's the good of it. It's the best. Yeah. Um, how can people connect with your beautiful soul? How can people reach you? How can they um, work with you if they want to work with you? What are the best avenues to get connected to you? Yeah, thank you for asking. So you can find me on the gram. Holla at your girl. (laughs) Um, Yeah, you can find me on on most social media platforms, Facebook, uh, Instagram. My name is at Lou underscore Madden. That's L-U underscore Madden, M-A-D-D-E-N. Um, that's where I share most of myself these days and, or some of myself, but that's mostly where I share myself. <laughs> um, yeah. And yeah, in terms of like working with me, I'm, I just, I love to connect with beautiful humans. And I know that anyone who's listening to this podcast at this moment in time, first of all, thank you for joining and vibing with us. Um, definitely feel your energy on here and I would love to connect further with each and every one of you guys. So definitely hit me up, send me a message, say hello. Um, I am, if you are interested in working with me closer, um, in the terms of social media and that whole realm, I am currently releasing a, um, six week mentorship program for those who are excited to create a bigger impact with their own brands, their own presence and, uh, just in the world. So can't wait to see who we work with. And, oh, exciting news. A portion of each um, member who signs up, 10% is going towards a nonprofit um, to support children and uh, who are actually orphans in Kenya who have disabilities. And um, yeah, one of my friends started this foundation. So I'm really excited to contribute to that as well. So we're making all types of, of impact um, through this, this program. I love that. Love it. Talk about alignment, man. You know? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Amazing. Well, Lou, thank you so much for bringing your yum to the Living in the Yum podcast. I'm so grateful to have you here and can't wait to do it again sometime. I would love to. Thank you for having me. And thank you so much for just standing out in your light and being seen for us 
all to experience you and your yum and given us the space to jam on it. I love you so much. Thank you for having me. Thank you. I love you. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this week's episode or any episode of Living in the Yum podcast, please show it some love on whatever platform you use. Share it with your friends, share it with your family, share it with your neighbors. I work with clients in one-on-one settings all around the world and have group programs available as well. Let's get connected. Contact me at emma.m.garrison on Instagram or sign up for a discovery call at www.balanceandblisscoaching.com.